Hey everyone and welcome back to Robbie's Backstage Bands. Today I'm joined by the lovely Emily Benjamin. How are you? I'm really well, thank you my darling. How are you? I'm great and all the better for talking to you. <laughs> now this is really exciting uh, because if anyone doesn't know, West End Live for a start. Oh which is it was full on thing. wasn't it? <laughs> popping up on there and secondly uh, Cabaret in general is is your your current thing yeah i can't quite believe it still and people are like oh you're in cabaret i'm like oh yeah i am yeah yeah I'm in that yeah that, that production of cabaret that won seven olivia was <laughs> sure, yeah, that, that's me yeah they were, they were all for me just me specifically me yeah as they should be you know <laughs> but the first sort of questions i've got for you today are not actually about cabaret they're about your journey and the first question is what is the journey of how you got to where you are today Oh God, that's such a Very broad, I know. big, broad question. Um, <clears throat> I'd have to say that I did theatre thanks to my wonderful mother, um, Trudy, who, bless her, coped with me singing and dancing around the house 24-7 when I was a child and saw, I think, in the paper back when, you know, everyone had papers on a Sunday morning. This is 1990-whatever. So in a paper, an advert for a stagecoach and was like singing, dancing, acting. Do you want to do this, Em? And being the sort of out there six-year-old that I was, I said, yeah, of course I want yes. to do that. Like silly woman, of course. Um, she always tells a story about me in school coming home um, in like reception age. So like five or six mm -hmm. and talking about uh, we were doing... Little Red Riding Hood in school and I was talking to her about all the animals I was telling her about all the things my classmates were playing and I was like and this one's a tree and this one's a squirrel and this one's and she was like well Em you've told me all of this but but what are you and I was like I'm Little Red Riding Hood obviously like why did where did, where did you miss that so I think she knew from then that I was gonna <laughs> do it um and there was like a blanket ban in my house from asking me what I'd done at Stagecoach that week, because if anyone asked, then they would receive the whole song the and dance routine, yeah. like everything. As they should. Um, as they should, you know, I was giving them for now, people pay for it and then it was free. <laughs> so really they should. Um, but yeah, no, I've always, I've always done it and I've never really done anything else. So I suppose, I am where I am today because of the completely unwavering support of my absolutely incredible family, um, my friends, people who have, even when I doubted that I could do it, have always sort of said, don't be silly, you've always known you can, and you can. So Absolutely. Yeah, that's why I think. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, where did you train? Did you train anywhere in particular or you just jump yeah. in? No, I went to PPA, Performance Preparation Academy in Guildford, back when it was, um, so we had just started to do its current three-year course, which is doing really well. And I went for a foundation course because I didn't get in anyway. So I came straight out of school, auditioned as you do at 18. And I'd done so much amdram in my life that I was like, yeah, I'll get in, it'll be fine. Um, little very green girl from the valleys and didn't get in anyway and luckily met a person at my GSA audition who was on the foundation at PPA and said well you should wow. try this and I did because I was obsessed with GSA I really wanted to go there um so I you know Guildford was close enough moved there at 18 and ended up staying for five years because I did the two-year foundation and then did 
the three-year course so yeah. yeah I did five years of drama school training which some wow. people really find hilarious which yeah was a lot I mean extra training <laughs> right yeah yeah, that's PBA. why it's so amazing. I see. Oh, there's extra years, you know. There we go. That's that's the secret. <laughs> and now, obviously, cabaret was not your first job. Mm-hmm. So, would you like to talk about some of the other shows you've been in prior to? Like a bad yes. So incredible. Was, I love that show. Um, it was my first job out of drama school, and I went yeah. to the open call in Glass Hill Studios, which doesn't exist anymore, which makes me really sad because I've got some really nice memories from there. Um, And yeah, rocked up a little bit late, a little bit hungover and not knowing what I was going to sing. And because it was Meatloaf music, luckily knew every single song because my mother had brought me up listening to Meatloaf. So sort of lucked out on that rock and roll lifestyle. I would not advise turning up to open calls, hungover and unprepared, but (laughs) this one time it did serve me okay. Um, I think because I was probably so tired that I didn't have a chance to like stress. Just went in and sang ACDC's Highway to Hell um, and got a recall and ended up covering Zahara, second cover Zahara for two years did the original cast went to Manchester went to Toronto went to the Dominion um, and it was incredible I couldn't have asked for a more insane oh. first job yeah absolutely I mean Battle of Hell is an incredible show as it is and then to be original cast to go all in different places yeah. with the show is amazing especially for a first job as well yeah um, I mean we didn't know there were a few graduates in that show and we didn't know we were born it was like is every show like this you know we'd be going in and it'd be you'd be meeting Jim Steinman who's sadly passed now on zoom and you'd be like oh this is normal it's not normal that level of like yeah it was really awesome. cool that is so cool and obviously now you're in this wonderful new production of Cabaret which I haven't seen yet <gasps> you must come I, must I understand come. Is- I understand that ticket prices are variably expensive it's a pricey one isn't it it is but they have released and the the 35 pound tickets and the 20 pound tickets which are up in the sort of upper circle the escalons Mm. which people avoid are a fantastic view like i've sat there i am a swing i have sat everywhere in that theater and there as our designer tom scott says there's not a bad seat in the house so if you go on and there's one for 35 quid grab it get it yeah absolutely that is that is one thing that needs to be said, so I will put a ticket link in the description. Make sure everybody go, because <laughs> I've heard nothing but good things. I And I mean, the Olivia Awards show for that, though, I suppose. Yeah. But what's it been like then? So what was it like coming at this new production? And the cast has been insane. The cast is insane. Um, I can't say enough lovely things about the whole team. The, the environment from the start that was created going into the audition room was just one of safety and creativity and that's all you want as a performer you want to be seen for who you are and loved for who you are and you want someone to bring you into a room not their perfect ideal of a box that you will fit yourself into Um, and I think one of the main reasons Cabaret has been so successful is that it encourages individuals to be individual there's not a single person on stage who's trying to be I don't know, exactly like the person next to them yeah um 
and there's real beauty in that and I think people come to the show and they see that individuality and they go wow this is this is another level I haven't seen before yeah. um yeah I was just really thankful to be asked into the room frankly at the start you get that email through you're like what like, you know I'd see I'd seen the article come out about Eddie and Jesse doing it because it got released like along and then I think everyone and their dog was like oh I'd love to be in for that and then to actually <laughs> be in for it was nuts wow wow <laughs> uh, yeah I mean the trailer is something to behold in itself so the production oh wow maybe we need we're a... quite oh go on maybe we need to film this professionally and get this <laughs> But then I suppose it's not the same atmosphere. And it's, it's not, and and a lot of the marketing, and I understand is why, because it has to be experienced. It's one of those things yeah, that like with our pre-show and with like, we're encouraged not to, we don't take pictures backstage. There's not much backstage content. Um, and it's yeah. because we have this full concept of what happens in the Kit Kat Club stays, you know, keep it like in the Kit Kat Club. Like yeah, it. and when you come in, you get given stickers to put over your phone camera so even like people that are entering are encouraged to sort of forget about the outside world and only those four walls exist and yes so yeah wow that is that is exciting that is mm. so fun and obviously you went to the Olivier Awards with the, with with this show what was that night like for you obviously being part of the company like honestly a fever dream um <laughs> my my housemate at the time Eve Norris who um is with Ollie Dobson who currently plays Martin McFly in Back to the Future very stagey household that we had wow um she was sat downstairs in the sort of bottom area where all the nominees were because she was with Ollie and I think she summed it up because she was like whenever Cabaret were mentioned it was like you were the year sixes at the leaving concert and everyone was like <laughs> because the screams were like so loud from behind. And it's true, I felt we were, we were on an absolute high the whole day. It was, oh. it was crazy. Yeah, uh, it was beautiful. As you should be. Seven, go on, how'd you get all them home? Uh, well, we had all of them at the after party. It was very fun to sort of wander around and be like, oh, there's Lawrence, there he is. Did they all make it out of the after party? As far as I'm aware, yes. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Don't leave them behind. They're quite, they're quite precious things. Yeah. I, I can only imagine what that after party is like with yeah, it was just... full of like musical theatre, London, West End human beings in yeah. one room. It gets loud and exciting yeah. and yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> did you ever go, did you, did you go to the Olivia's with Band of Hell? Is that? Never. No, we, I can't remember why there was sort of a whole I think this the timing of us coming to London sort of didn't right. work out with nomination season or whatever it was but um no it's it my first time more. there yeah my first time and and to win there. seven and there you go it's gonna be a bit hard to beat isn't it yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really is and then mm -hmm. another experience for you was West End Live which again what what? Blew me away. I mean, I wasn't oh, there, you. but uh, YouTube, you know, <laughs> just or repeat and start again. It's a bit intense to watch over and over again. It's a bit, you know, I mean, I watched it back and went, Jesus, calm down. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it was amazing. Like, obviously, 
cover has not been on West End for a while. So for it to do West End Live, and, and then for it to be you, like, that is awesome for you. It was, yeah, it was, I mean, completely serendipitous for me. Um, Amy Lennox, who's phenomenal, and obviously did the performance at the Olivier's, which I myself have watched on repeat a million <laughs> yeah. times, um, and get to watch her do every night. Um, she was at a, a wedding on that Saturday and it just so happened that that's the way it worked out. And wow. I mean, I feel completely privileged that the producers, that the creatives trusted me enough to sort of, you know, get me to do that. Um, and I will be forever thankful for that opportunity because it was surreal. What was the atmosphere like? I bet it was intense. I just got, got a bit of a fool then. It was a lot. And I'd done it before with Bat, so we did it. Um, yeah. We did the Saturday and the Sunday, but we danced and it was a big ensemble number. Mm. Very different vibe to you sort held of that stage on your own there. That was walking out there on your own. It was when we did the sound check and my company manager Lorna was sort of stood there and I was like, Wait, where, where do you think I should stand? She was like, I just think right smack in the center, just you know, and okay, cool. Yeah, here I am. And um, and obviously the choreography, the movement of the piece is set in the round. So to try mm. and sort of convert that into a front on stage with something Ooh. and then the you know a lot of West End live you find that people come out and it's it's more concert atmosphere which really works because obviously yeah. there's all these musical theatre people that love but our version of the show we really didn't feel like we could do that with our vision it wouldn't have worked with our version of Cabaret so yeah. I sort of had to come out and do it Full as on. I would do it in the show yeah, yeah couldn't couldn't half ask it, it so mm, it really works yeah 100% I mean that's that's made me think even more Damn, I need to get there. I need to, I need to yes. see this. It's what we wanted, yes. You're just trying. And I mean, I'm convinced, but... <laughs> <laughs> Come, everyone. Come to I didn't, I didn't, it didn't take me much convincing. <laughs> now, obviously, you're a swing. Mm -hmm. For people who don't know, what does that entail for you within the show of Cabaret? Because obviously it's different. Sure. So within Cabaret, we have three female swings and two, we say female and male, but realistically within the Kit Kat Club, lots of the characters are gender fluid and non-binary. Um, but it just so happens that all the swings are sort of binary identifying. Mm -hmm. And we cover in total, the girls cover seven, no, six Kit Kat girls. And then there are four Kit Kat boys and they're also all the characters and the parts um so there's within cast covering and swing covering it's quite a small cast it was when they sort of spoke to us about it it was this big jigsaw puzzle that they had to figure out who could cover who and <laughs> yeah and do what um so yeah i cover seven tracks in total including all my swing ensemble covers um and then sally and fraulein schneider who is the 50 plus year old owner of the uh the bed and breakfast where cliff goes to stay so slightly offended by that one don't right the worst part was when we did our cover run and i got my wig on which made me look like my mum. and then they started sort of doing <laughs> the aging makeup and i was like are you not going to put more on do i not need more aging makeup i'm, I'm 28 but yeah gotta sell it <laughs> i mean but i came to cover sally mm. that must be a dream complete dream had a, yeah. It's reality now. It's <laughs> all the reality. What are you gonna do? Yeah. It's just no. Wow. Just, I mean, I know the, the whole production itself is had a lot of high praise. 
Do you have any of your, like favorite memories so far of, from the production as a whole? Mm, production as a whole, like considering I wasn't on stage because as a swing you you're not on yeah. all the time. But the first press night was the first preview as well. Just the energy from the audience and the like. We're quite lucky as swings as well in the sense that um, we always feel involved in the show because we booth sing. So we're backstage with microphones. Um, so we we don't just sort of go and sit in our dressing room and, you know, we get to feel involved. Um, but yeah, the atmosphere of those first, those first weeks where people were seeing it for the first time, because now obviously the word mm. of mouth has traveled, which is wonderful, but yeah. people come in with this huge expectation. Um, but in those first weeks, no one knew, no one was ready for what they were about to see. And it was like, we were in our own little secret and every time someone would sit down, we'd be like, oh, here we go, here they go. Um, <laughs> like they were getting on a roller coaster and yeah, they weren't ready for the drop at the end, so. Yeah. And so it's set in the round, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Have you ever done anything in the round before or was this new to you going into cabaret? No, I've never done anything in the round before and I love it. It feels a bit, it's unforgiving. Mm. You know, there's no escape um yep. you can be seen at all times <laughs> there is yeah no um no pulling a funny face at your mate across the stage because someone in Everyone that seat will see it exactly <laughs> um but it also means that you can make such interesting acting choices because everything can be seen there's less um like frontage you know when you play on a proscenium arch you yeah. sort of have to cheat a lot of your performance out so that people can see um whereas it feels i mean i've not done much film and tv i've done like one or two adverts but a lot of the sort of acting notes and the way that it's directed feels more filmic than um because you're allowed to sort of have those intimate moments with someone because someone mm. can see someone can see what you're it. doing and it doesn't matter if not everyone can see it yeah yeah no no I, i've really loved it yeah so it sounds really interesting and i suppose mm. those moments it's nicer to have them more in them especially within cabaret i think it works really well in the round i imagine yes well you have to come see and then you can i have to come see it, it. mom oh yeah get her on it let's go um <laughs> hopefully i'll get down when do you finish when is cabaret over uh, I they've just released more tickets and everything is sort of up in the air at the moment. Oh, so it's, st it's still going. Yeah, yeah. So I, I still might have a chance. This is yeah, good. I think you'll this be okay. Good. Yeah, nothing is confirmed yet. I don't know what I am allowed to say essentially, so I'm just going to say good. I think I it'll be there for a while. Hopefully, that's, that's good news. I mean, it sounds like the venue is perfect and it's so why take it away exactly they did so much work on the venue as well tom who's the designer um the detail the level of detail that he put into every single aspect of the world because it doesn't feel like a theater it feels like you've walked yeah. into you know like those sections in disneyland where they have like the jungle area yes. it feels like an entire world that you've walked into so yeah it's cool exciting that's awesome mm. so now just the general questions so once cabaret is over where would you like to head next what sort of show would you look at on tv or what what, what do you want to do next yeah 
I've been really lucky and I was saying this to someone the other day that I've never um sort of gone into an existing show the closest I got was Lion, the Witch in the Wardrobe which would, had done a Leeds run and then we did yes. it at the bridge um but even then Sally Cookson encouraged us all to sort of have our own interpretation of those characters it wasn't stand on this spot perform this this way um so yeah I just I'd love to continue originating things I'd love to do a straight play um especially after having feels like dipped my toe in with this version of cabaret I'd love to yeah really sort of get my teeth into something um I've always loved Shakespeare as well so I would really really love to yeah get on the clothes something or, at the globe yeah yeah it'd be gorgeous um yeah it's been a dream of mine since I was very young because I I loved Shakespeare in school and yeah I, I like a bit of Shakespeare. Yeah. yeah. Something a bit. It's really gritty, isn't it? It's, mm. it's good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, but also hilarious. And like, and I love being yeah. silly and stupid. And like, comedy is one of my favorite things to do. Um, so, yeah. Maybe the play that goes wrong. Yes. Yeah, something, yeah, like something, something a bit stupid. Yeah. I'd yeah. love to do something I, that's, yeah. I'm all about that kind of humor. That's, yeah. That's, that's the way to go. So yeah. what would be a dream role in a musical that already does exist that you might want to give a, give your own spin on? Mm. I am obsessed. I was singing it in the shower this morning with Can't Say No from Oklahoma, Ada Annie, and the version with Hugh Jackman, the national version, I watched obsessively as a child. Um, and then the newest version at the... New Vic, Old Vic, one of the other, yeah. um, which I didn't manage to see and I was really gutted um, with Marisha Wallace playing Ada Annie. Apparently, it's, you know, spectacularly, I'm gutted I've missed it. Um, but that part, just the the wildness mm. and that song is just really satisfying. So, yeah, probably Ada Annie. I mean, there's, I think, I feel like there's talk of them bringing it to the West End. I saw, I saw, a, yeah, a tweet this morning yeah, saying that. that was, so. I'm sure that was happening or it's going mm. to happen. So that, Hopefully, just put that out in the universe. Eh? That's like now that's out there. Let's just let it. <laughs> we act like I'm really influential. I'm not. But no, we you pretend. Are. We yeah. Pretend. And you know, that's what acting is. Exactly. Yeah. It is all pretend, and it's all believing something exists until it does. Exactly that. There we go. This is. <laughs> we've done it now. That's. Yeah. Sorted. No, no more words need to be said. <laughs> Apart from get me to cabaret, yeah. whilst you're still there, of course, of course, and then Oklahoma, it's fine. But yeah, we will make that whole Oklahoma thing <laughs> into the ether. Oklahoma Shakespeare, any anything. Any Oklahoma Shakespeare play that goes wrong. Yeah, and then me and you are going to create some sort of production of Gorgeous. something. Okay. Yeah. Like some immersive yeah. magic thing. Yeah. Like a, an immersive comedy cabaret. A bit of Shakespeare. Yeah, tossed in there. Nice. Yeah. Cabaret like goes wrong. I mean, it would be hilarious. There's so much to go wrong. So has, to go. has anything gone wrong? We had one. I wasn't in on um, Tuesday, apparently. There's, uh, I don't want to give anything away, but there's a reveal that happens and... Mm someone didn't get revealed and it was very funny <laughs> and I was quite jealous that I wasn't 
in the building. We in the building. Like it was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Costume malfunctions galore as well. Like we don't exactly <sighs> wear the costumes quite small. So, you know, things have come out and, you know, gone around. But How is the show choreography wise? Is it like quite, quite, quite difficult? Is it, is it good? It's amazing. I love it. Julia Cheng choreographed is an absolute legend. Um, and her right hand gal, Kayla and um, Alana, who's a uh, wonderful lead that helped us in rehearsals. Um, they all come from this beautiful sort of very contemporary um, dance background. And I'm doing moves that I never thought I'd be able to do. I'm, I'm wow. working. I'm, yeah, it's, it's crazy. But the beautiful thing in it is it's all very empowering and it comes from a really internal part. Like there's a story to every movement, um, which as an actress is really there's always a story and that's what you need but i mean i think we've 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 pretty much gotten through everything so firstly i want to thank anyone for watching and enjoying this episode (laughs) um because i've enjoyed myself um and you can like, comment, and subscribe if you'd like to do that, because that's nice and, you know, that's really, really great. Um, and then I want to thank you for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting with thank you. Thank you for having me. Learning about calorie. Way to spend my afternoon, yeah, All your persuasion techniques and getting me to come. It will happen. <laughs> One day. Um, and, yeah, thanks for watching, and I'll see you all in the next episode. Yeah, nice to have you here. Thank you.